Stephen Campbell. You know what? I just have to say, you have really stepped up on your rhythm game. I'm proud of you. It's the silent part, the part that's a silent beat, that that's the one that always got me. And I think that I'm really starting to nail it. It only took <laughs> 300 episodes before <laughs> I could get the song maybe down behind it. And private lessons with your black mom, which is me. So <laughs> I also like that every single episode has started with like a a Yelp review of my ability to sing the theme song. (laughs) Well, it's because I'm proud of you. Okay. You were terrible and now you're great at it. So I think we still got the Yelp reviews when I was doing horrible. We did. Oh, snap. Did you, did you notice that Steven? Look at the comedy hub logo. What's that? Oh, we got some pride in the building. Yeah. Pride, a deep love, pride, a deep love. Pride, a deep love. Oh, 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 oh. Happy Pride, everybody. Happy Pride, everybody. Um, Frankie, you're gonna be you're gonna be up in New York for part of Pride Month, huh? Um, yeah, buddy. And I'm super stoked about it. I'll be there from the 16th. Well, the events are from the 16th. Actually, I'll be there from the 16th to like the 25th or something like that. Because I ended up booking like a bunch of other shows, but I'm there from the 16th to the 20th for the Black Women in Comedy Festival. If you don't know about it, get into it. Um, Jared, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, Jared is our wonderful magic man behind the scenes. I'm gonna send him a link to where people can get tickets to come out and check it out. And um, we'll put it up there on uh, Twitch for you guys. And if you wanna come snag some tickets and come hang with us, it's an amazing lineup. Literally 65 incredible Black women comedians all converging I'm kidding on, on the, well when I went like this I was like I yeah, felt like very Godzilla menacing, very menacing more more like the uh, I don't know I was gonna say like the Wicked Witch of the West showing up that was like, I, I was thinking Godzilla I was going Godzilla okay all right <laughs> um so tell me more about the Black Women in Comedy Festival how did it get started? What oh my goodness. The origin of it. Yeah, let's talk about it. Um, so it's amazing. So this wonderful woman, her name is Joanna Briley. Okay. Joanna has been working in the space of comedy as a comedian for a number of years. And I don't know how closely any of our viewers follow comedy or any of the festivals or anything like that, but festival festivals typically happen kind of year round. Um, I would say different kind of intervals, depending on the region and things like that. Um, And there was a festival. I'm not going to name the festival because I don't want to at anybody or, you know, cause any further trouble or whatever. But there was a festival. um, Let me see. In 2018 uh, in Atlanta. And um, it's a festival where a lot of the major um, industry comes. Right. And so that's how a lot of that's usually one of the conduits to JFL for people and other like television opportunities, this specific festival sure. um, in Atlanta. And out of 50 selected comedians, not one black woman was selected in Atlanta. Right. That's why I keep saying in Atlanta. Right. So obviously we lost our shit like black women 
all over the country was like, um, make it make sense. Like, how are you in Atlanta? Right. And you didn't find one black woman funny. So there was this, this big upheaval. Um, they had these summits and conferences and meetings kind of around that specific issue. They, some people got fired because a couple of us, me included, commented when it went out. I was like, um, hey, like, what's what's going on? And the person, I guess, that was responsible for the Instagram was just like, so sad, too bad. Maybe if you guys were better, you would have gotten in. Literally was the response. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was it was pure trash. Right. And so, you know, they issued this big apology, fired that person, whatever, whatever. And from that, you know, experience. And that's not the only time that that's happened. It was just one of the more glaring examples of that happening. But that's kind of a constant throughout entertainment, especially in comedy. Right. Black women are really at the, the bottom of the totem pole. So Joanna Briley, wonderful human, amazing comedian and incredible producer, said, you know what? I'm going to create a festival for us by us. Um, she did it in 2008, 2019, and it was phenomenal. That was literally the turning point for me for my career. Um, it made everything, I don't know, I just got this renewed sense of self. Like I felt more confident. That's the first time I got really recognized by industry. Um, I was listed like one of the best of the fest. Like it was just a really incredible experience. 50 black women came and it was, it was, we blew the walls off every single show sold all the way out. Like it was incredible. So 2020 happened. We all know what happened with that. And now we're back 2021 and we're back and bigger and better than ever. And we're now in um, four of the major comedy clubs in New York. We're at the, we'll be at the stand this year, Caroline's, um, uh, I just said it, New York Comedy Club in Gotham. So these are really huge gets. Uh, and some of the like headliners we have are Khalees Hawkins, uh, Michelle, Indie Mama Comedy, Sam J, awesome. who just dropped, yeah, who just dropped her show or their show. I'm not sure what their um, pronouns are, so I'll just use there. But Sam J just dropped their show on HBO, just had a Netflix special. Um, Chanel Ali is going to be there. Uh, who else? Uh, oh my God. I mean, there's just so many um, amazing. Oh, Yamanika Saunders is going to be there. Okay. Yeah, who's phenomenal. So yeah, I just dropped the, the link in the chat. Jared will put it up or someone, we can put it up on um, the Twitch channel and you guys come out. Like you're really missing something if you don't come. It's going to be great. Is it is it Black women from all over the country, mostly in the Northeast? What does that look like? Um, I would say probably the majority in the Northeast. Uh, just, you know, especially with coming out of COVID, a lot of people financially just aren't aren't there, you know, to travel cross country. For a couple of days, there might be like one or two people coming from, we have some from Atlanta, for sure. Um, and I do think we have like one or two from LA. Uh, but for the for the most part, it's people in the, the, the uh, Northeast, for sure. Can I ask, what yeah. do you see the benefit, like what percentage of comedy festivals is there a very strong upside to going? I, I will say that every this is a good lead in to, to, to our guest as well, because um, we have uh, uh, Girl Wonder on today and Girl Wonder was started by um, Tola Lawal. I hope I'm pronouncing Tola's last name properly. She deserves all the reverence and respect that we can muster. Um, but their mission is to empower through social impact and career development while producing incredible and quality talent who are ready to take their careers to the next level. They serve as an incredible asset to business businesses looking to diversify their entry-level talent talent pool as our programs equip young women with the tools necessary to become the leaders of tomorrow. So a lot of times um, what, what, we, what we often see, and Stephen, you and I have talked about this, 
probably ad nauseum, but we're going to keep talking about it until we make some real changes. But we've talked about this a lot about um, the benefits of going to these upper echelon schools, right? They have long lasting benefits. And oftentimes people, minorities, um, people of color, black people, and people in underserved communities don't have opportunities to go to those schools or be in, in the presence of those types of people. So their opportunities end up becoming limited, right? Not impossible, but definitely limited and a harder road to travel. Sure. What Toll is doing is giving these young girls a conduit to get to that same type of networking status, get the career, career skills that they need and the like. The same is true, I feel like, for comedy festivals. Not all of them, but the lion's share of the more popular, larger ones like JFL, Laughing Skull in Atlanta, um, Oh, God. What's the one that L.A. does with Comedy Central? Do you know it? Um, I'm not sure. Um, I, if I can think of it, I'll, I'll, I'll talk about that one, too. But there's there are a myriad of them. Right. And, and Black Women in Comedy Festival is becoming that. We have a lot of confirmed industry that's coming out to the show, uh, to the shows. Um, we have a lot of news that's going to cover the show. So it's going to be pretty exciting. And yes, the benefit, in my opinion, anyway, um, like I went and did the Idaho Comedy Festival first year kind of out of the woodwork, it just kind of popped up in Boise, Idaho. Don't ask me any further questions. <laughs> if, you, if, if I had to liken it to a food, it was like eating a, a sour cream sandwich top, topped with um, mashed potatoes and cauliflower, if you're picking up what I'm putting down. Anyway, um, just white, white on more white. Okay, that's what sure. I'm trying to say. So, um, but anyway, even there at that festival, I got to network with like Cypher Sounds was there who's phenomenal. And now I have another gig with him coming up, um, you know, this weekend uh, with him and Will Sylvans at DC Improv. I'm going to go and do a couple of guest spots on their opening night um, on the 10th. Will's so, you know, really funny. Anytime I go to the cellar, that dude is, he's, he's a guy that I, as I host a lot of shows, he's a dude that every time I'm sitting there with a notebook, just like, Oh word, you can do that like that. Like I, I don't right, know. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's both as chill as they come on stage, but still has an energy that brings everybody back anytime that uh, the crowd potentially gets away from them, a comic has a bad set or anything like that. Dude is incredible. Hilarious. I've se- I've, I haven't seen him live for an extended period of time, um, but I have seen a lot of clips online and I can wholeheartedly agree with that. Like for sure, cosign. Um, but you know what? You know, that opportunity wouldn't have come around had I not gone to that that festival. Um, outside of that, though, you know, typically industry, you want to check and make sure industry is going to be there. Um, you want to make sure that you can get on some of the industry shows. Um, they have panels, typically with industry people like agents, managers, um, showrunners, people like that, that kind of give that are, that are there to give you guidance on how to boost your career and transition your career into writing, if that's something you want to do or the other million things you can do through stand-up. So they're beneficial for those reasons. I definitely suggest them for newer comics because it's an opportunity. If nothing else, if the, if the, if the festival is absolute garbage, you get to network with some really dope comics. Sure. So, you know what I mean? And, and that, as you know, um, Stephen, and really in any industry, is invaluable. Getting in front of people and building this camaraderie from a shared experience. And then, you know, you can later, hey, you know, I have a show, come be on it or vice versa. So the networking's key, meeting industry is key. And so for those reasons, I think that festivals are, are very important. Or I've, I've still yet to apply to any festivals ever. 
Um, and, and I do need to change that. Can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I've never applied to a festival. Oh, really? Mm-mm. Well, I just I've just gotten hit up from people like, hey, Frankie, come do this festival. And I'm like, oh, OK, cool. And when you're at a certain level also, too, this is important to know they pay for well, I have submitted to like two. I submitted to Altercation Comedy Festival and I submitted to this new Ohio festival. So I, I lied. I did submit to those two. Um, but uh, any other fest- whatever. Anyway, um, if you're headlining shows, those shows come with pay which is really kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, well, should we bring our guest on? Um, yeah, we should. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, please give a big, huge, warm welcome, nonprofits welcome to our new friend and soon to be yours, Tol- Tol- oh my gosh, my mouth, Tola Lowell of Girl Wonder. Tola. Hola, thank you for being here. Hi. Hi, thank you for having me. Hi, so am I pronouncing your last name correctly? Is it Lowell? I don't know. I've kind of dropped the last <laughs> No, I'm serious. I dropped the last name like Beyonce and Prince, so I'm just Tola. Like, if you look me up, it'll literally just say Tola, and it'll say L. Oh, that's very true, because I had to stalk so hard to find the last name, because I don't like to be disrespectful, when I'm approaching mm-hmm. people, so I want, if I'm approaching someone for the first time, I want them to know, like, I know at least your first and last name. I did that, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I, did it. I was looking around and could only find L. And then once Frankie said a full last name, I was like, damn, she's done the research a lot better than I. <laughs> 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 Look, okay, Stephen, what you need to understand is I'm a woman, okay? Sure. If we can do we nothing can else on anything. Okay, and I'm a black woman. We are the masters of finding stuff, <laughs> no matter how hard you try to bury it. Tola, welcome. Tell all of our viewers about yourself. Who are you? Man, who am I? Um, I'm Tola. I have a young, I'm actually old, uh, black girl from the Bronx, New York. Uh, currently live in Los Angeles, just for some fun in the sun. Um Pace University graduate. I was an English comm major. Um, I love long walks in the park. No, pasta, <laughs> pizza, Asian fusion. Um, I have an entertainment background. Spent majority of my life and career at Viacom, working at MTV and BET. Uh, did some work for Puff uh, for the Ciroc brand when he launched. Um, I did the marketing for the Last Train to Paris album. And have a nonprofit, which I think is one of the coolest uh, nonprofits for young girls of color in the country right now. Um, and yeah, that's what uh, that's what I do. That's what I'm working on. And then Tola, is you're in LA? Is the nonprofit's just in New York right now, or where all where are you? Guys no, are? she's actually international because we have two uh, young ladies who are our scholarship winners from India. Shut so up. Yeah, I want to say Girl Wonders International now, but... Oh, yeah, congratulations. Um, That's dope. Thank you. Um, but most of our girls are in the New York, Midwest, and L.A. So we've got a lot of girls in, like, Ohio and Chicago area. Oh, interesting. Um, great, which was great. You know, I was so anti-virtual um, programming last year, but it actually turned out to be for the better because we were able to kind of triple the number of girls that we brought in during the programming year. Um, and it, it made, it, it was widespread after that. And I was just like, Oh my God, this is amazing. Well, what you're doing is incredible, Tola. I, I don't know how much you were listening to our intro. Oh, but, so but, 
Yeah, but black women and other women of color, you know, you know, I don't need to tell you, but you know how difficult it is to navigate any industry, if we're being really honest. And the more connections and contacts and experience and information you have and training that you have to one, get yourself prepared, but also and equally as important to make sure that you have an appropriate network that can facilitate whatever type of career you're looking to have. That's in, like we said a million times, invaluable and right. oftentimes intangible or out of reach for women that, and girls that look like me or us. So what you're doing is you're like a superhero, girl wonder, like seriously, you need a cape and, you know, someone needs to carry you around on a chariot. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Because sometimes you kind of forget, you know, that you are making an impact and you are producing results right you're so in the weeds and so in the thick of things and doing the work and trying to get things done that you're like oh wait I forgot I'm actually making an impact on people's lives and I think that um it's a reminder when I have these types of conversations so thank you and also when I see posts on Instagram the girls are like oh I just secured this internship thanks girl wonder I'm like oh my god wow we did that you know so it it, it is a it is a reminder um and and we do need those every now and then so thank so, you so what does the programming look like? So we're talking about what some of the end results are with internships and job placement and stuff like that. Like, what are you doing with these girls that is getting them to that end goal? Okay, so um, we started out, our flagship program is called the Girl Wonder Leadership Academy. And I started that in like 2018, where I just wanted to take them to a different company every single day so they can actually go to the office and see that people work at these cool companies, right? So mm-hmm. I remember um, I was doing, I was the assistant director of college success at a charter school in Brooklyn. And one of the girls was like, Miss Tola, I'm going to be on Love and Hip Hop. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like no do do okay wait how about i show you the cool people that actually work on the shows and then that made me realize like yo they don't even know that they can work at an instagram or a twitter or you know any of these cool companies all they know is stem 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 and half of these kids are not even stem kids i'm like well what happened to the creative kid the kid that you know wants to go into creative writing the english major the 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 advertising kid what happens what happens to them so i put together this this camp where we took them to a different company every single day for a whole week um from nine to five. Um, oh wow yeah it was a full day where we were on the train we were traveling we were all over the place um where we traveled and, and they had lunch and learns with women of color in leadership roles so they could hear their professional trajectory so they could hear what they look for in interns um and how they could be taken advantage of the time in their space as you know college students um and that first year it was like so it was so good for me too to actually see like oh shit we actually put this together the girls are like crying because they can't believe that they're actually here. And it, the people, my friends, associates, it was, it was so easy to get people to participate. And I was like this, I didn't even realize that like my network, like I don't ask people for much of anything. So when I send out the, you know, the request, everybody was like, Oh my God, yes, this is great. Let's do this. And I've had people that, you know, reach out to me every year at the top of the year. Are you doing leadership Academy this year? I want to talk, oh. um, so, you know, it, it, it's turned into that. And I'm really excited. This is our, fourth year 18 19 yeah this is our fourth year and we're doing it virtually again this year I don't want to but I don't really have a choice um but this year you know I'm super excited because I think we secured a pretty popular young lady um is she an actor or an actress I don't know but her mom is popular and everybody loves her mom hilarious oh my god is it Jada Pinkett Smith 
Okay, sorry. Sorry. I said, is it Jada Pinkett Smith? No. Okay. <laughs> Will you tell us offline, please? Yes, I'll tell you offline. I'll tell you offline. Okay. Um, okay. So I'm excited about that. And, you know, the brands that are participating, it's all the major brands, like, you know, the Viacoms, the Nikes, uh-huh. the Adidas. Um, so our programming consists of, right now, a lot of virtual conversations with these women of color at all these big companies. So they can actually tell them, this is what I do. Here's, uh-huh. here's what type of roles are available to you. Um, so while we're showing them and giving them the access to open the lines of communication with these leaders, we're also doing the preparation work on the back end, right? Because then I realized, oh, I'm getting these girls these internships, but some of them are not prepared. So mm-hmm. let's go back to the drawing board and put together all of this uh, preparation, you know, a lot of um, professional development. You know, so we have this one week and every girl that's in this program has to go through this one week intensive. We have to look at your resume. We got to go through the resume. Like we work on the resumes. We work on um, cover letters. We bring in people from LinkedIn. We run in people from Indeed just so they know like what your social platform should look like. Sure. What, what story are you telling? Right. Because if mm-hmm. I Google you um, and nothing comes up or if I Google you and I see your social media and it's like. Kind of question don't stop get it get it right. right i mean i'm all about the fun but like make it I, can speak, I can speak to that a little bit we i used to do recruiting and talent acquisition for a lot of uh, major tech companies and i'll never forget we were interviewing this young lady for a pretty high position um and we always look at everything you know people forget that we go through everything we're going to go through your, your uh, facebook link all whatever you have we're going to look at it and her profile picture for Facebook was a solo cup, like, woo, you know what I mean? With the tank top, you know, boobies out and no harm, no foul, no shade. Do you. But if you're looking for a career, if you're looking for a job with a serious organization, you just want to switch your stuff up a little bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe not in entertainment. You can get away with a little bit more. But if you're just a regular human, you know, looking for a corporate job, maybe don't have a keg stand picture. <laughs> As you know what I mean? Like, and, and, and my COO wouldn't, wouldn't interview her. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, yeah. And I had to, I had to adjust some things in that moment. And they were just like, no. And this was a, just so we're clear. This was a white girl. You know what I mean? So it's not like, you know, they were using that as a, a guys to, you know, to, to, to disguise their racism. No, they were legit. Mm-hmm. Just like that's unprofessional. And I don't, you know, and I don't want this person I'm sorry. I have a child here. (laughs) But also, so with my MBA program, the last last two weeks was going into offices every day, different multinational corporations in South Africa, and then prepping for it before. Honestly, I don't remember anything from my MBA, but that experience. Um, It was way more impactful than any of the other... uh, data analytics courses and shit like that that I had to take but just seeing people in the wild that are doing stuff that you would like to do and Mm -hmm. seeing that it is obtainable and that they're normal people and like all this stuff it is it's very impactful so what you're doing is very dope thank you that's like the difference between um UVA grads and well maybe now it's different but um you know like 10 years ago UVA grads were one of few graduates who had a required like two years where they had to work like part of their their course was working in an office. And so when they would come out, when they would graduate and we'd bring them on board, they were just prepared in a way that a lot of the other students weren't that hadn't had if they hadn't had some sort of internship or something like that. So, yeah, again, to echo what Stephen said, what you're doing is chef kisses. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. do you have any like 
specific stories from girls that you've worked with that, you know, really resonate as like a success story? Man, I think all of them are success stories. Um, One in particular, Kyra, like she has, she was literally part of our first cohort of girls. Um, And she's morphed into this like really dope creative director who's actually now going to uh, creatively direct like one of our Girl Wonder marketing shoots. And then there's another brand that I have on the side and she's, you know, completely over that. And I'm just like, wow, this girl is amazing. And to think, you know, I had some hand in like kind of helping her like bloom into this dope person and like recognize her dopeness and like go out there uh, for what it is that she wants. So I'm more than happy and excited to like bring her onto our team as like a creative director and like get these shots together because we do need a lot of marketing shots. And I absolutely trust her eye. And she she's taken initiative. You know, she sent me a bit, what are they called? Um, something boards. Vision board or storyboard? Storyboard. She's done all the storyboarding and I'm like, oh my God, this is amazing. Sure. You know? Um, so I'm really excited about her. But a lot of them are are um, as they graduate and they they go through the program and they kill these um internships and then I get the feedback from the internship partnership companies that we have. And it's just like, wow, all these girls are so amazing. But I also think that because our um our applica- application process has gotten a little more intense. It kind of weeds out the people that are not going to take the you know time to fill out the application. So the girl wonder girl is the girl that's going to go above and beyond anyway. So once they come through the program, I already know the caliber of girl that we're dealing with. Um, and sometimes like there might be somebody who needs a little assistance on the, you know, back end and we'll, we'll, we'll bring them in and like work with them. But I already know from, from the beginning, like as soon as they fill out the application and I'm reading the applications, I'm like, oh, okay. I see what's happening. Um, and, and you have to be, uh, you know, a certain type of, of person to seek out an opportunity like that, to seek okay. out a program like that, you know, like it's open to everybody, but it's, it might not be for everybody. So um, the people that see the value in it are the ones that will go above and beyond to take as much as they possibly can from it. You know, I see this all the time, like guys, we're creating this these opportunities and, and, and having these conversations. And like on Sunday, we're going skating. I think this is our first in-person activity in over a year. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. Can you tell us how you find, how, so how do you find the girls? Do they just come to I you? Do you guys market outward or how do, yeah. how do you guys come across each other? We market outward. I don't find anybody. The girls, oh, wow. Yeah, the girls literally word of mouth. College friends, they share. They see their friends are in, in it. They see the things that they've been able to do because of Girl Wonder and then they come follow us. Like I'm literally watching our social media numbers just like go up. Our, our digital team is amazing. Um, but it's it's we don't we don't do anything outside of our work and they come to us and they find us. That's incredible. Steven, we need to step our game up. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're stepping. We're stepping. <laughs> that's incredible can you tell us what the application process looks like if we have someone out there watching like what can they expect okay i want to join girl wonder i want my my daughter to join girl wonder what what do they have to expect uh, I mean, it's a regular application, but there are some questions that make you think, like, what is your why? Um, we do actually like a video. Uh, I think there's a video portion. Um, we changed it up this year, but I think there's a video portion just to see like how they conduct themselves and how they, they speak. Um, and to weed out the ones that don't want to go above and beyond, right? Because video can be a little intimidating. Like, I got to get on camera. I know I might, you know, roll my eyes at a video in portion of a, of a you know application. But if I wanted it that bad, I would do it. 
So right. we, we added that to kind of weed out those that weren't serious about it. Um, but it's really questions that you should be able to answer at this age. Um, I'm not looking for, I'm going to be a rocket scientist tomorrow. I know I want to be a so-and-so because things change as, as we, we, we grow and age. Um, but somebody that's willing to be like, listen, I have an idea of what I want to do. And I feel like Girl Wonder is the organization that can help me get there. I love what you guys are doing. And I love the community. I'm very big on the community portion of it. Don't just always, don't just apply for Girl Wonder so you can see what you can get out of it. But like, it is a sisterhood and I'm a sorority girl. So that's really important to me, you know, just taking that aspect from Girl Wonder and knowing that like, these are really cool girls over here that I can actually be friends with. And I want them to be friends with each other because I want them to learn. That's networking one-on-one, right? right? You don't yeah. know, you don't have, because when you graduate from high school and college, you have to make friends outside mm-hmm. of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it, it can be a little intimidating. If you've never done it before. So this is my way of challenging them to actually make friends that they don't go to school with. Oh my God, I have a friend that goes to university of Las Vegas and you go to school. Right. On the East Coast, right. That's something really cool. And I want them to get into the, the flow and habit of that. Well, um, I know you have a question, Stephen. Real quick, I wanted to ask, um, what's the age range for your, your girls? Is it high school age and up or does it start at college? Um, high school, 17 to 23. And the only reason why I say 17 is like sometimes, you know, uh, uh, babies born late in the year. So they mm-hmm. might be turning 18, like a December. I just wanted to give them the opportunity to apply as well. So it's, it's just college students, 17 to 23 and like maybe one to two years post-grad. As a, a November baby, I appreciate that. So <laughs> I got excluded from so many things right. <laughs> when I was younger. I'm like, oh man, you have to be such and such age by this date. I'm like, mm, I'm going to go home and cry. Anyway, go ahead, Stephen. Mine was always a, a shortness thing. I, <laughs> I was just excluded from, you know, sports and stuff like that. Um, so you have like a very impressive uh work history right like you said with with Viacom and stuff like that when did you see that you needed to create this and what sort of like personal experience can you share that you confirmed that like this is this is something that I need to pursue um, so I didn't, uh, somebody asked me one of my, I was doing a lot of like college speaking, high school speaking while I was working at Viacom, just because I understood the importance of internships as an undergrad. When I was an undergrad, I interned at Jive, which no longer exists. I interned at Sony and then I inter- interned at MTV and eventually started working at MTV. So I just wanted to just go on a speaking circuit, just letting know, letting high school and college students know, like, listen, this is when you need to be working for free. Because when you graduate, Sally Mae wants her money back. So you need to, you know, be getting these transferable skills and kind of learning how to conduct yourself in a professional setting. Because when you graduate, there are basic skills that you're going to need to know. So I was doing a lot of that. And then uh, one of my sorority sisters uh, reached out to me. She was a director of student life at the high school that I worked at and she was like I see you doing a lot of speaking can you come talk to these girls in my high school please I want to put together a girls group and I was like okay um but at that time I was a serial domain hoarder so I probably owned about 40 domains that were just parked (laughs) girl wonder was one of them um and I actually just had a Facebook memory from 2007 and I had said something about girl wonder but girl wonder wasn't what she is now. It was just a park domain that I had purchased in 2007. So fast forward to 2015 is when she was actually born. So I paid for this domain for what, eight years before I actually used it. 
That's so I have like two domains like that, that I, I know I want to do a thing with them, but I just, I don't know what the thing is yet. That's incredible. Okay. I, I mean, I have since taken them off um, and I've let <laughs> a lot of them go because they would all hit my bank account at one time. And I'm like, oh my God, what is this? But hey. what is this $15,000 charge? <laughs> oh yes. um, so I started working with those girls at Achievement First Brooklyn High School. Shout out to them. Um, And we would meet on Saturdays. I was traveling from the Bronx to Brooklyn to meet on Saturdays. And when I would reach out to my friends and my network to kind of like come talk to the girls on Saturdays, I'm like, hmm, I actually think we have something here. Then um, I had an opportunity to interview for a role after school. I started working after school. Then the girls were like, are you the lady that does grow once on Saturdays? Are you bringing it back to (laughs) You know, Brooklyn, Brooklyn girls is rough. 100%. That's Brooklyn all day. <laughs> Brooklyn girls are rough. So and I was like, I mean, I could. So there was a demand, right? And I was like, oh my God, like I have something cute and cool that they want to participate in. Yeah, yeah. And I like built out some programming, brought it, you know, I built Girl Wonder off the back, back to those girls at that school. But then I realized, okay, I'm not going to stay at this school forever because I'm tired. But how do I open this up to outside girls? And that's when I launched the Leadership Academy and literally just traveled. You know, I'm a marketing kid. So I knew that visually the Instagram, the social media pages had to look a certain way to attract people. Um, So and that's literally how it started. Like I didn't do any marketing. All I did was what I know. And that's just, you know, marketing and branding, um, organic marketing and branding. So from that, Girl Wonder grew. And in 2017 or 2018, I think we were voted... um, one of the top organizations for young girls of color by NBC. And then from okay, the- that's, that's my home team right there. Okay. Yeah, I was like, Whoa, like we're actually doing something. Like I had no clue what I was doing and jokingly, but seriously, I still say I have no idea what I'm doing, but um, you know, from then I was like, wait, this might actually be a thing. And then it turned into a thing. So like every year, something new, like this year we launched a mental health initiative. Yes. Um, I love Thank you. Offering discounted therapy sessions um, to our girls in July. Um, that's sponsored by Kiehl's. Because um, I'm like, okay, yes, we're doing a lot of this professional development, but there's a lot of internal work that needs to be done too before I send you out to the real world, especially in the middle of a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to take some time to like figure out what that looks like um, for our young girls. But that's how we got here. And I love and it. Do you? So it sounds like your brain kind of operates similarly to mine that I just keep on going to the next project and moving forward and, and just, it keeps growing. We call that the Dory effect. Just keep swimming. Okay. I'm sorry. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, but do you have, do you have an idea of what this looks like in a couple of years no, no. Okay. Word. Yeah. All I know is that next year, um, because a lot of the girls have never traveled before, they've never gotten on a plane before. I want to do an international trip, a mission trip. Mm. So we have a um, mission. I'm sorry. That's okay. We have an um, initiative that's launching next year. Um, it's called Girl on a Mission. Um, I'm going to keep it small, um, but I want them to do a mission trip, you know, and we're going to go through the whole process of getting your passports. We're going to take photos at the same time. We're going to fill out the application. Girl Wonder will probably pay for it. Um, But I want them to go go through the process of getting their first stamp and go into a country and actually like giving back to those less fortunate. So do I know what my North Star is? Absolutely not. But as we continue to grow, like, of course, I'm going to I'm a I'm a creative like genius but psycho at the same time um so I'm gonna I, always I think those are synonymous like i think those are both the same thing 
Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm going to continue to add. And then if it doesn't work, then I'll take it away and try something the next year. But I'm just like, there's a demand. Like there's so many cool things that we can do out here and I'm going to try it. Word. So um, Stephen and I should be very famous by then. And yes, yes. Paula, I will go as one of the chaperones. Okay. Thank you. Uh, thank, okay. you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Stop asking me. Oh, <laughs> And um, I'm not kidding. Okay. So like, so you're going to, you're going to other countries to help people. Mm-hmm. Do you know which countries or do you have any sort of idea of what that kind of looks like? No, I have no idea. I was thinking Haiti, um, but there are some other countries. I, I just need to make sure that it's safe. So there are a lot of things that are taking yeah. into consideration. Safety. Do we have any girls who have family on this island mm-hmm. that can possibly help? Do we have any like connections with like the government that can like help okay. us? Is there a school that we can partner up with? Is there another organization that has ties to this? I'm not just going out there willy nilly by myself. Like right, right. Um, so yeah, there are a lot of things that we're gonna put into place before we decide where we're going. If there's an organization that we can team up with that has done something um at on, on a particular island or a country wherever mm-hmm. uh, but yeah no we i have I have no idea where we're going there's um so the the thing that i was referring to where with the mba we went and traveled we did a lot of work with ngos as well but it was all throughout south africa so like right outside of johannesburg and uh cape town mm-hmm. um <clears throat> there's a lot of universities that have some of that curriculum baked in and you might be able to kind of pick and choose from some of those college mm-hmm. curriculums that they they'll already have like this is the nonprofit we're going to see and then like those nonprofits typically have programming in place for people visiting from outside of the country. Oh so, wow. Yeah, so like we were we were going to like different townships and stuff like that that um it it, it was not so much a uh look how destitute everybody is but it was very much look at the culture that exists here. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which was very, a very good way to go about it as opposed to like, <clears throat> I think a lot of those university trips anyway, it's more just like, and look at all this trash. It's this, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, where it was much more based around this, is the culture that has uh, developed in these places that people may consider. Like uh, less That's desirable dope. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, That's yeah. So basically, do they have like, did you guys have like some sort of security? You know what I mean? Like, did you have like a guide and all that stuff, Stephen? Yeah, we had a guide that was from, uh, so there's Soweto, which is uh, the township that Trevor Noah is from. Love and him. so you would have a guide from there. And okay. so they would kind of, there are a couple different places that you can get like, uh, there. Soweto's kind of gentrified is a strong word for it because we think of gentrified in a different way, but like it's a little safer than it was when Trevor Noah was living there, but they would have somebody that would come through and show you like the soccer stadium and the, the restaurants and stuff like that. But there were just a lot of people that were clearly paid to make sure that there were good relations between the people visiting and the people that lived there. Lived there. Um, Thank you. Hmm. But but yeah, I South Africa is probably going to be a pricier one, but it is it is something that um, I highly recommend. I, yeah, I've been to South Africa. I actually loved it. I don't know if I want to do that long flight the first time with these girls. But how long is the flight? 
long. I think it was. Yeah, it's like mine was straight too. I think it was like eighteen hours. Oh, wow. oh my god! That yeah, that's a lot. I was Amsterdam down to Johannesburg, and I think that last leg was still like fourteen hours or something like that. Mm. Then you got to fly to Amsterdam first, which is another seven eight hours from New York. Um, That's why I will go overseas in my private jets. Yeah, right. (laughs) The cheaper my cocoon. (laughs) The cheaper version is edibles. That's, you don't, don't need the private jet. Um, just just eat. Just Knock eat. yourself out. The, or even cheaper, chloroform. Okay, next yeah. question. Right, right. This is not because you can knock yourself out. Okay, now that next was the episode. We'll show you a bunch of chemicals under your sink. That, that is. You can just, you can just, just hop and hop on a plane. <laughs> so, wait a minute. You worked at Jive, you said earlier. I interned at Jive, yeah. That's Which so is- cool. You're talking about Jive Records, right? Yeah. So this is so this is my childhood. I re, we had an actual record player, and we had the little forty. My, my grandma had the forty fives. Mm-hmm. Do, do you remember those records, Stephen? The forty fives, like the small records, the yeah, smaller yeah, record. Yeah. And she had, and every I feel like every black household, maybe every household, I don't know, but I know in every black household, you had the really good record player that you couldn't touch. And then you had like the old record player that was pretty much garbage that the kids were allowed to use. And you had to put like a penny on it on the arm to get it to sit on and, and stay on. Oh, so funny. Yeah. And the, the older it got, you'd have to use a heavier coin. So like ultimately, like it'd be like a, a half dollar sitting on the arm <laughs> to get it to stay down and play. And all of our records were Jive Records. Really? Yeah. So that, this is, that's like, I'm like, oh, wow, I haven't even heard that the, the word jive you know yeah, as a company zombie label girl what was that like what did you do there i mean i was a marketing intern i was just happy to be in the building um it's <laughs> like a piece of history tola like you're really like, downplaying it that's I that's mean, like working at jet magazine that's dope you know loved jet i did i know it. the beauty of the i met a beauty of the week at naca um two when what year was it 2019 i was there and i was talking to this uh, older black lady so nice and so great so beautiful and so we just was talking for a while she's like yeah do you remember jet magazine i was beauty of the week and i was like i'm gonna need you to get out of my face right now and then pull up a picture before you do because i need to see that that was my dream as a little black girl like Oh man, if I could just be pretty enough to be Beauty of the Week in Jet Magazine. Jet <laughs> Magazine. If I can just be pretty enough to be the prettiest person at Jet Magazine. Right. I mean, you know, goals. You got to set them. Sometimes I like to set mine high. Absolutely. I love it. How can people get involved with you, Tola? Like, do you have like opportunities to volunteer? Do you have opportunities to donate? Like, how does, what's, what do you guys got going on on that end? Yeah, I mean, we have a ton of um, opportunities. I, I will admit I'm a little overwhelmed right now. Um, but like we, we have a lot of programming uh, scheduled for the remainder of the year. This has been a really, really great year for us. Um, so we're always looking for speakers. I think right now, I know the June Leadership Academy is pretty concrete. Um, so there are opportunities for people to speak um, during the July Leadership Academy. Q4 is usually our most intense mm-hmm. Um quarter so there's always like opportunities to speak again i have virtual programming fatigue but 
I know companies are not really open and ready to like bring people into the offices yet. So I don't really have a choice. Um, you can find all that information on girlwonder.org. Also the donation link is active. It's live. It's readily available for your use. Um, <laughs> yeah. Or you can shoot us an email at hi at girlwonder.org. Um, yeah, we're pretty responsive. Uh, I mean, if it's directed towards me, please give me like 48 hours, <laughs> maybe 72. Um, <laughs> but somebody will always get back to you. Um, we're super that's very thankful. true. Yeah, so just super thankful and appreciative of everybody that's reached out and wanted to support and wanted to, you know, partner with the organization and trying to figure out how to help young Black girls get to the next level and continue to break these glass ceilings. So we're open. And you so, said a few times that, I'm sorry, Stephen, uh, it's a real quick question. You said a few times that this has been a great, a particularly great year for you guys, where a lot of people are saying the opposite. So that's g- kudos to you guys. Good on you for that. That's awesome. What, what has made it better? Do you know what I mean? Like, what's the difference between, you know, 2019 and 2020 that you see an increase or you see it being better? I mean, if you asked me, I would have said 2019 was a great year for us too. Um, but I will say... The biggest change and the shift that's shifted everything um, was the brands just reaching out, you know, from Fall Robin being like our Fall Robin, um, Avon, Kiehl's, Cantu, uh, just all these brands reaching out to us to partner and financially support. And I was like, oh my God, like five years. Ago. Tell us how, tell us how to do that. <laughs> Honestly, so I do a lot of nonprofit consultation as well because a lot of people are like told, what's the sauce? And I'm like, the sauce is actually doing the work. I did the work for five years with my head down. Mm. I funded mm-hmm. it myself. I was in my mom's pockets too. Like, hey, parents, can you donate today, tomorrow? Thank you. But I just did the work and I had fun while I was doing it. You know what I mean? Like I never in a million years thought that Girl Wonder would actually be getting the brand support that we would be getting because I wasn't thinking about that. I was just thinking about doing the cool things for the girls. I was thinking about what our platforms look like. I was just thinking about visually the marketing, just how to make it fun and how to keep it fun. Um, so I had my head down for five years. So when people hire me for these nonprofit consultations, I'm always like, okay, what does the programming look like? Because everybody wants to get to the money. I'm like, yeah, yeah, we, we can talk about that. But like, what about the foundation and the infrastructure and like your social media? Viacom uh, yeah. reached out to us, which is funny because I'm like, this is great. I'm alum, like support us. Um, and they were like, your Instagram page is amazing. And I'm like, kudos to the digital team. Like, I, that's what I need to hear. And I hear that all the time. So when I when I take these these clients, I'm just like, guys, we need to revamp your whole, your whole digital footprint, you know? Um, Interesting. So, you know, the biggest change for us was the brand supporting and the girls continuing to come out of the woodworks, you know, so. I had a friend tell me years ago, a friend from Iceland told me, um, don't worry about money. Money shouldn't be your goal. Your goal should be creating the best possible product that you can create. Yeah. And then the money and everything will come. So, yeah. It's, um, so, I my only successes so far, I performed a lot of music festivals. And so I did one where I was kicking it with Skrillex. I don't know if you know Skrillex. Mm-hmm. You did? Of course we do. We're very cool, Steven. Okay. Very cool, Steven. <laughs> but um, he kind of parroted that, that it was just like, just do not worry about the money. Just keep creating dope shit. And eventually the dope shit will be seen. It's easier to say for somebody that had a band that took off at, when he was 16 years old. True. That's true. <laughs> um, but it, but it is something that um, whenever I whenever I don't <laughs> yeah I I see you Jerry 
Um, every now and then I get off track and I start just trying to think about like, okay, well, where the fuck's the money coming from? I am eating frozen vegetables. Uh, how do I change this shit up? Um, usually the successes come from when I just start focusing on the creative and start focusing on just building cool shit. Um, and eventually people do start coming out of the woodwork. Uh, and, and to your point, both in comedy and in creating a business, people come up to me all the time with how do, how do I do what you did? And I was like, it's going to suck a lot of it. It's gonna, <laughs> hey. it's a lot of work. And, and nobody wants to hear that part. Never. Like, hey. I, Never. I usually open with, it's going to suck. <laughs> so are you, are you ready for it to suck? And they're just like, I don't want it to suck. It's like, all right, well, then just stop asking me questions then. Right. I'm like, guys, you know, this is year six, right? Girl Wonder is six years old. She turns six right. in October. Like, I didn't, did it, I didn't just start yesterday. Yeah. Um, it's the same with comedy when people are like, Frankie, how, how'd you get that show? How'd you get that thing? I'm like, okay, well, I spent literally probably 90% of my time away from my family. I would get up and go to work. And as soon as I get off work, I'd go out to D.C. and work again for free at open mics until three in the morning. Then I'd go home, sleep for a couple of hours, get up and be at work at seven. Sometimes I'd go to New York right after work and come back and go straight to work. Oh, I don't I can't do that. OK, well, then that like you said, Stephen, don't ask me the question. Right. <laughs> it's gross on the front end. <laughs> And it always, I mean, I, what's the cliche? It's like the overnight success. It, Takes 10 years. Right. Yes, 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 exactly. exactly. By the time people are even seeing you or fucking with you, they're just like, oh, this guy just came out of nowhere. It's like, no, this has been really right. hard for a very long yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. When I got um, Variety's top 10 comics last year, a very well-known, oh, thank you, Tola. A very well-known um, veteran comedian made a post saying, uh, basically, I don't know who any of these comics are. They're all like some like weird internet comics. And I'm like, you motherfucker. I've been struggling in these streets for seven years, dog. Like, come on, don't do that. I didn't say anything. I was just like, oh, okay, that's fine. You're bitter and, you know, your, your career isn't doing what you want. So you want to kind of diminish our thing. But that's not you. Anyone should know, like you said, that's not true. You know what I mean? Like, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's a whole other story lurking beneath the surface. So, yeah. yeah. Also, Tola, with your space specifically, you, you've got to create a path, right? You're not really replicating a path that had, like, and, and maybe you're picking and choosing from different people that have done similar things and trying to emulate them. But very often when you are doing something new, there's not really a copy and paste to do it. So like, you just have to kind of keep your head down, like you're saying, and just keep on. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't have any inspiration from anything. You know what I mean? Like I didn't say, well, oh, this organization is doing this. I literally was just like, all right, well, I know cool people. These girls want to know the cool people. They want to work at these cool places. So let me just figure this out as I go. Love that. Um, I can't even say that like I found inspiration in the black girls rock or I found inspiration here. No, I didn't. But I do notice is that a, a lot of organizations find inspiration in Girl Wonder. And I'm just like, Church, because hey. y'all are dope. I love that. Thank you. I appreciate it. And I'm just like, okay, well, I, let me continue to do the work and let me figure out what trick I'm going to pull out of my hat this, this month. <laughs> do you, when you see people emulating Girl Wonder, what is the feeling that you get? Is this, is this live? Is this on camera? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, oh, it's live. People are definitely watching. <laughs> um, I, I, 
is um what is it the highest form of flattery right no okay. is mimicry um, sometimes i'm annoyed because sometimes like the sometimes it's blatant uh, yeah, that's not fun. All right, like damn, you didn't even remove no creativity. Oh, it still says girl wonder, like right. Right, yeah, you just cut and pasted. Um, or with an eye. Right. Right. <laughs> so sometimes I am annoyed, but then I'm just like, totally, you're doing some dope thing. So just keep going. It doesn't matter. Like you know, Coca Cola doesn't care what Pepsi's doing, or Adidas doesn't care what Nike's doing, and vice versa. So just continue to do the work, and also just realize like some people that are finding inspiration and girl wonder like if that's where you find inspiration then that means you can't make your next move until i make mine so you'll always okay i I love that i love it you can't make your next move until i make mine but there's no shade there's no shade there well no i put shade on everything tola did not put shade on it frankie definitely put shade on it um tola we're at the end of our show create as crazy as i know i don't know how we got here that fast but can you um, leave us with a final thought and tell people where they can follow and find uh, Girl Wonder? Final thought, man, I don't know. Uh, I guess just put your head down and do the work, right? We, we always want like the highlight reel. We always want to get to the end before we yeah. actually like do the work. Um, just do the work and everything will fall into place as it should. Um, and for me, I mean, you can find me, I'm so not on social nowadays, but you can find me on Instagram at Tola Speaks to Me. Um, you can find Girl Wonder at G-Y-R-L, uh, Girl Wonder, or no, it's Girl Wonder on Instagram. And people always ask me, is there a specific reason why you chose a Y? No, not at all. I just thought it was cute. It's <laughs> different and you own it. Yeah. Right. I, just, I just thought it was cute. Like there's nothing behind it. Um, but yeah, it's Girl Wonder on all platforms. Girlwonder.org is a website. Tola Speaks to Me. You can find me on uh, Instagram. I'm there every now and then. Um, or you can shoot me an email, Tola at Girlwonder.org. Love it. You guys watching, all of our nonprofits fans and viewers, follow this woman. Follow what she's doing. Donate, volunteer, do something. Get up off your dusty, rusty and get involved. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's dusty or rusty. Probably is. But get up off of it. And go Linda Hand, Linda Dollar. I'm Frankie French. I'm Stephen Campbell. Oh, wait. And this is Nonprofit. We'll be back next Tuesday, 630 p.m. Thank you, Tola. Thank you, Comedy Thank you so much, Tola. Thank you, Jared. Share all of the things. Follow the podcast. Do the things. All of the things. All of the things. All right. Love you guys. Peace. Bye. That was so fun. Good job, you guys.